No, I'm not going to be rocking Dolo. My man Donnie will be here very, very shortly. He said there's some crazy traffic out there out in the West Coast, West Side one time. So I'm going to go ahead and represent for our squad real quick, man. What's going on? Hey, look, if you're on Facebook, we're going to get right to the nitty gritty. Make sure you like and follow us on Facebook. That's at Nitty Gritty Niners. You know there's a good old URL. You guys could do it however you want, man. Just type in Nitty Gritty Nine and you'll be good to go. Follow us on Twitter at Nitty Gritty, the number nine, E-R-S. Bam. All the way out just like that. You can follow us on Twitter. Also, you can follow us on the IG. That's Instagram for those that don't know what IG is. That's at Nitty Gritty Niners, baby. And we got YouTube popping. Y'all got the YouTube popping. So thank you so much for subscribing. But make sure you tell a friend, tell a friend, and subscribe to you on YouTube at Nitty Gritty Niners. And while you're there, go ahead and smash, smash that like button one time for everybody. You dig? What's going on, everybody? Hope y'all doing good. Listen, we're also on your favorite podcast network, whatever it is you want to call it. Anchor.fm is your one-stop shop for podcasting. So make sure you go ahead and subscribe to us on Spotify, Stitcher, and one of my favorite faves, Apple Podcasts. And while you're there on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and give that subscribe and select the five stars. You can also email us at nittygrittyniners at gmail.com if you guys want to... Look, the apparel is going to be coming soon. I know Donnie wants to... He's been posting some pictures and stuff like that of the Nitty Gritty Niners apparel. It'll probably be coming in the off-season. So make sure you Hit us up in our email, and we'll make sure we get some stuff out there to you guys. Woo! The presses, that's done. That, 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 that was a lot. Without Donnie here, that's a lot, man. That's my sidekick. He'll be here shortly. Woo! What's going on out there, y'all? What a, what a season. What a season. What a season. Uh, you know, it's been really rough. You know, we were former Super Bowl contenders. The NFC... You know what I'm saying? The NFC West champions. <laughs> and now we like the NFC West. I don't even know another word for what we are. We're not. I don't I don't want to call us losers. Because I don't think that the 49ers are losers. I think they're unfortunate. And they've been bombarded with a bunch of injuries out of, you know, there's nothing they could do about these injuries. So with the injuries and, and, and with players being out, think the 49ers are, are you know they they're finding themselves on the outskirts um but they're finding themselves on the inserts of the playoff i mean of the of the draft so 
that's something exciting that we can be talking about here on Nitty Gritty Niners and on my, you know, my, my, my other channel, Nothing But Niners. Like, we're we going to be, whoa, it's going to be a good draft. Good draft offseason because I know you guys want to want to get some people uh, on this squad going forward. But uh, let's go ahead and get to the injury report real quick. Because the injuries, for some strange reason, keep on piling on. Like they just keep on piling on. I'm not. I'm not sure why. Uh, I know football is a is a physical contact sport, but man, I mean the forty the forty nine suit up. They go out there and then all of a sudden they're like injured, just like. That so we're gonna go ahead and get to this injury report now. First on the injury report's gonna be a name, and uh, I don't want you to act surprised. All right, don't act surprised. I know you guys are chatting out there. I don't have Donnie here to sit there and go through the, the comments. So if I don't see you, hello, everybody. All right, there we go. I got to get that out the way. <laughs> now listen, just there's some crazy stuff going on. First name on the injury report, quarterback, Nick Mullins. What you saying? Nick Mullins is injured. No, I'm not happy that he's injured. I know that I'm smiling. Uh, not smiling that he's injured. I'm just, I'm just smiling because there may be a, a, a change at the quarterback position. With that being said, Nick Mullins left the game. I believe it was in the third quarter, almost the fourth. I think it was the fourth quarter. He left the game in the fourth quarter. There was a play. I, I, I guess. He got hit or something. His arm might have got hit during the pass or whatnot. All I know is uh, Nick Mullins was holding his elbow. He was doing this gesture. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, yo, Mike, Mike, yo, I, I think he injured. He was like, man, he not injured. I was like, yo, Beth about to come in the game. Nick Mullins' arm ain't looking right. And there you have it. Nick Mullins ended up leaving the game, um, had to be replaced by C.J. Beathard. And uh, that's the first guy in our injury report. Number two. Shoot. Number two, y'all. <sighs> All season long. All season long. Young fella has been on and off the injury report, man. Running back Raheem Mostert. Uh, has an ankle injury. We already know it has to do with the high ankle sprain. It's not much, much we could do about it. I think the best thing for Raheem Mostert right now is just for him to kind of like just take off the rest of the season, go spend time with the family fam, and just heal all the way up. Listen, look, Kelly, I'm, I'm looking at the comments now. Look, I'm going to tell you right now, bro. The tequila didn't have me messed up. It had me nice early in the morning, but I was good. God, I had a good time in church. It's just I was tired, bro. Like I'll be, I'll be putting in like 26 hour days, bro. You know what I'm saying? And then I ate. I had some ribs and I had some cornbread and some corn on the cob. And I'm telling you right now, that's a Sunday dinner. And when you eat that Sunday dinner, bro, I and I always take a nap on Sunday. Usually the 49ers play play either, you know, 4:30 or, you know. Not nighttime. It was supposed to be a nighttime game. I would have been well rested. So uh, that's what happened last night. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I fell asleep on the Nothing But Niners show. I'm sure they were talking smack or they probably took pictures, put feathers under my nose, did all kind of crazy stuff on air. But it happened. Uh, I, I promise not to fall asleep again. I'm not as bad as Mike, though, and I know he's not here to defend himself, but Mike got me beat. All right, there we go. <laughs> and I fell asleep during the game. That was the funny part. So I missed 
Kendrick Bourne's touchdown. I don't know if I missed it because I fell asleep because I think I woke up and I was like high energy, like I wasn't even asleep, but I needed that little 15 minute or whatever cat nap. So we got Nick Mullins' elbow, Raheem Mostert ankle, wide receiver Richie James, knee injury. I'm just gonna keep this moving. Safety, Jimmy Ward, concussion. He hit somebody so hard, he took himself out the game. I mean, I, it was CeeDee Lamb, to be honest with you. I, I thought that Nick, I thought that Jimmy Ward would have been able to jargon that ball loose, but CeeDee held on to that ball so long, so hard, so tight. You know what I'm saying? He went one way, Jimmy went the other way, and he ended up coming out of the game with a concussion. So Jimmy Ward uh, left the game. Defensive back Tavares Moore, also a knee injury. And pass rusher, pass rusher, defensive end, Mr. Deion Jordan is also injured with a knee injury. That's the injury report, guys. That Those are the new injuries. I'm not going to sit there and linger on the older injuries. You know, Debo Samuels out, George Kittle's out, Jimmy Garoppolo's out. But speaking of George Kittle, let's go ahead and get into some of these rumors. Oh, 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 Niner News. Forgot about the news part. So let's go ahead and break off the Niner news real quick. I see you guys posted something in the chat. So I'm going to go ahead and touch on that real quick. So Niner news, we got some pro bowlers. They're going to Miami, right? Because Honolulu's out, I believe. They're going to Miami. I guess that's where the pro, I believe that's where the pro bowl is. They're going to Miami. So let's let's go ahead and see what you guys, who, who's going to be on the pro bowl. Now, is this an official list? Did this list really come out? Is it going to be Juice, Fred, and Trent in the pro bowl, Mariah? I see you posted it. I'm not sure if that's official because I'm on live on the air. So I don't have the news popping right now, but I have you and you and you, 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 you. All right. Yes, my man, Tony, Tony, Tony. Love you, brother, man. I'm so glad. It was so funny watching Tony last night on, on the live show. Yesterday on Nothing Bananas, we did a live show, like a live end game show. And Tony was there. I never thought I would see Tony on a live show because Tony got to watch the games by himself, with himself. That's just how Tony rock, right? But it was cool to have Tony uh, on that live show, even though Mike was 20 minutes ahead of everybody else because he went and cheated and brought some kind of antenna or whatever. So we were all behind. But listen, that's what's up. So now we let's talk about this real quick. Juice, who else was making the Pro Bowl in the NFC over Juice? I, I'll wait. Right. No, no comment. All right. So let's talk about the other two picks, right? So we got Trent Williams. Now, I wish Mike was watching. Because Mike just does not feel that Trent Williams is the guy. Because he just hasn't been playing all season. I do want to throw the disclosure in there, ladies and gentlemen, that Trent Williams had, was coming off of an injury. You know, he had the, the cancer and all that stuff. And, um, you know, he's got to get a season to get back into football shape. Now, the one thing I love about Mike is he keeps it 100 and he's consistent. So when you suck and you playing trash, you're playing trash. I just don't think that Trent Williams has played trash all year long. Now, he does get some holding calls, right? He does occasionally give up a sack or two, maybe three at the most, uh, maybe even four. Maybe Trent Williams has given up four sacks. And I think when they go back, those sacks weren't necessarily on Trent. So I can't wait to see how those pan out. I will say this, though. When Trent is on, Trent is on. And when he's off, he's even on. So congratulations to Trent Williams for making the Pro Bowl. Trent said in a presser, he said they asked Trent Williams, hey, 
are you coming back? I mean, no, they, it was during the Reds, uh, the Washington football week. And they asked, did he want to be honored in their ring of fire? And he was like, look, I'm trying to get in this ring of fire right here. Him saying that right there lets me know that if I'm the GM, I'm finding the deal for this big fella because this guy is going to be the man at left tackle for years to come. Um, and he might as well ride out his career right here in San Francisco. And last but not least, I see you, Melissa. I see you. I see you. I see it. Last but not least, look, this dude has been balling out all season long. All season long. I mean, and, and you knew he was. Like, he came into the season like what? And, you know, not conceded, not stuck up. You know what I'm saying? Really a good team player. It's really cool to watch Fred Warner with the C on his chest. You know what I'm saying? C stands for captain, captino, cap, whatever you want to say. Captain. He's the leader. He's a leader on that defense. Leader on the team. Look, Fred Warner's been balling out, man. Shout out to Papa Fred, too, man. He always keeps in touch. I love that dude. Like, real real good gentleman, man. He makes sure he keeps in touch. Hopefully, we can get, you know, Fred Warner on the Nitty Gritty Niners show at some time during the offseason once he, you know, heals up and rests up, all right? So, Fred Warner has made the Pro Bowl. All pro Fred is in the Pro Bowl. And it's about darn time. Fred, not a starter, though. Bobby Wagner is, blah, 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 blah. You know, you got to give the veteran linebacker. So so I'm not mad at this. I'm not mad that Bobby Wagner is the starter. I'm not saying Bobby Wagner is the better linebacker. It's just that he he the vet, and he's been doing it consistently. So just think about it. Let me ask you this question. If Bobby and Luke Kinkley were still playing, would Fred be in the Pro Bowl? Yes. Would he be starting? Probably not. Why? Those dudes are just vets. And they've been doing it consistently for years. Luke, Luke, Luke Kinkley retired. Bobby Wagner's taking over. He's on his way out. <laughs> Tony said, yeah, he'll be starting. <laughs> well, he's not even starting over Bobby Wagner, Tony. So that's saying something right there. That doesn't mean he's worse. It's just the way stuff for people are voted in or whatever, whatnot. You know what I'm saying? So congratulations to our three players who made the Pro Bowl. Can't wait to see if any of the reserves make. Like Jason Verrett thought he had a pro, thought he was having a Pro Bowl season, believe it or not. Um, oh, oh, I agree, Tony. He definitely would make it. I said he would. He's definitely making. That means they would have taken three linebackers. Uh, they would have taken three linebackers. And Fred might have been playing some weak sides, strong side. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? But um, it's definitely official. So we have three players in the Pro Bowl. Other Niner news. The 49ers. The San Francisco 49ers. Let me rephrase that. The 2020 San Francisco 49ers have officially been eliminated from the playoffs. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We will not be seeing the playoffs. The postseason. The January 9th game. Like the 49ers just did not make it this year which means which means they're going to be drafting as of right now somewhere in the middle of the draft now what we're going to do today we're going to play a little game right and i'm going to ask a question out there and i'm going to sit here and read some of your comments no can we please get a moment of silence for kevin green
Listen, Kevin Green was a monster on every team. Even here. Was a monster. I liked him. He reminded me of the dude from the program. That's what I liked about him. I, I just thought just thought he was a beast. You know what I'm saying? So uh, RIP, our prayers definitely go out to the Green family. Um, and, and our condolences, our prayers and condolences go out to the Green family. Uh, please rest in peace, uh, linebacker Kevin Green. All right, listen. We are eliminated. My question to you is this. Are you ready? Which position? Which position? I'm going to give you the positions. I don't, I don't want you. Out of these positions... Who or which positions should the 49ers focus on with their first round draft pick? Here go the positions. You know what? I should type this in. Matter of fact, you guys have a conversation, and I'm going to sit here and type this in so you guys can read it. Now, remember, I'm going to give you the positions. So don't start naming stuff until I put the positions up there. You're just like my students. You're too quick. And then you'll be like, oh, I got that wrong, Mr. Brown. Yeah, you got it wrong. You didn't wait for my instructions. All right, so I got some positions up here. Which position should the 49ers focus on with their first pick in the draft? Quarterback, offensive lineman, defensive back, defensive lineman, running back, or wide receiver? Now, I did not put these in any specific order. They're not in any specific order. Now, I like Tony because Tony is the general manager of the 49ers. He just doesn't know it yet. They just haven't declared that he was the general manager, but he's our general manager for every network that Tony's on. No matter what the show is, Nitty Gritty Niners, Nothing But Niners, All Niners All Day, whatever show he's on, Tony is the general manager. Tony says, and I'm just going to go ahead and put this, Tony, it depends on their plans and free agency and which way they choose to address the quarterback spot. I agree with you, Tony, but let's just say they do want to address the quarterback spot and let's say they, but they need to address all of these other positions. All right. These are the positions that I think that the 49ers are going to want to address in this 2021 draft. So we got quarterback, offensive lineman, cornerback, and that order vents, I believe. Uh, Miss Cinnamon says, uh, edge. Oh, oh, we got to replace D Ford. I totally forgot. Miss Debbie says, O-line. Hurricane 774, O-line. Melissa, quarterback or DB with that first pick. <laughs> Mariah, quarterback. Look, this is what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? Like, the quarterback position. My man, Callie, quarterback depending on Jimmy. Now, let me ask this other question. Are we if we we're keeping Jimmy Garoppolo? He's agreed to take a, uh, re, a restructure or not restructure. He's agreed to rip that contract up, get a new contract on a yearly base where he's gonna make maybe let's say seven to ten million dollars a year. If that that's probably too much, but who cares? Let's say it's about seven to eight million dollars a year. All right, what you're paying Jimmy Garoppolo seven to eight million dollars for one season. All right, I'm throwing this hypothetical out there. All right, now, he's there. Are we still drafting the quarterback? First pick, first round. Offensive line should be priori priority, then cornerback, but it depends on who they resign. We, I agree with you. I definitely agree with you. It depends on who we resign and who we get in free agency. Right, so those are the two factors that we don't know, but... 
We do know we're struggling in these positions. I know we're not going to pick up a quarterback at free agency. We may be able to pick up a cornerback at free agency. And also some guys might be able to be re-signed. But let's just say none of that happens. And we got to go ahead and enter this draft with our draft picks. Who are we drafting in the first round? Tony is saying if their guy is there, yes. That means if their quarterback is there, you pick him and you sit him. If Jimmy is back and you just wait till that right moment, week four, and you insert him into the game and you let him do his thing. Hopefully we're 4-0 in 2021 in week four. 4-0, just like the Miami Dolphins were pretty pretty good. And then they decided to pull Fitzpatrick and put in uh, um, Tua. They put in Tua. Uh-oh, we got somebody showing up. Uh, Tony says, I think, I think right now Kyle is sitting at one, in my opinion. And we're going to save that for the phone call segment because I want to know if you're drafting corner, quarterback, who is your guy? So that's going to be the question for the phone-in segment. If we're drafting a quarterback, which quarterback is your guy? It could be someone I've never heard of, but I got five guys in my head that I'm rocking with, right? Five guys that I'm in, in my head that I'm rocking with. So, Donnie, you could come on in when you're ready, bro. I don't got to bring you in, man. You, 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 you that dude. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Fortino is in the building. Wah, 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 wah. Wah, 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 wah. The sound effects on the board. Now, look, Avery's saying, look, Matt Ryan, Matthew Stafford, Dak, Coach Backup, Sam Darnold, they're all free agents. I didn't know Sam Darnold was a free agent. I thought you had to trade for Sam Darnold. I think he has one more year before he becomes a free agent. All right, um, but I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I didn't know Matt Ryan was a free agent. I definitely knew Matthew Stafford. I didn't know Matthew Stafford was. I know Dak is. That I do know. They did not pay him as a cowboy. He got hurt. Now he's going he's gonna to have to struggle to get a contract. So these are guys that they can go after. The only thing, Donnie, is the 49ers don't have much money. So no. the question is, which position should the 49ers focus on with their first picked in the 2021 draft quarterback offensive line defensive back defensive line running back or wide receiver I, i'm gonna go in come on man i don't really think we need another quarterback uh it's offensive line definitely mm. uh, anybody who's ever seen that movie with uh sandra bullock the blind side yeah yeah, so it's said at the beginning of that movie, there is a reason that offensive tackles are like the second highest paid players in the NFL. Um, we really need, I mean, come on, we're going to stay with McGlinchey? No way. Uh, we definitely need to, I mean, it's hard to call, man, because we're losing so many guys next year that I really don't think it would be smart to focus on quarterback when we have one. Um Say what you want about Jimmy, but at the end of the day, he's still under contract. There's a no-trade clause um, beginning at the end of this season. So if they don't get rid of him soon, there's going to be no trade value in him. So I don't think we should focus on quarterback, whether regardless of how you feel about Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, yeah, I, I, and that, that's a fact. I mean, the fact is he is still under contract. You know what I'm saying? And like Kyle Shanahan says in every presser, you know, Jimmy is the quarterback going forward but that does not mean that something may not happen in between and that does not mean that you still don't draft let me ask you this 
Jimmy's our quarterback next season. Are you still going to draft the quarterback? Because now Nick Mullins is a free agent. CJ Beathard is a free agent. Who's backing up Jimmy? Uh, no. I mean, I'm you. Whether you, I mean, whether we like it or not, we really go into every season, and every team does this. You go into every season counting on the fact that you know you're hoping that your quarterback stays in healthy the whole season. Um, backups to me are really just a formality at this point because you there's no way this can happen again next year. I'm not going to say there's no way. I don't want to jinx it, but Jimmy's got to stay healthy next season. If he's going to stay, if he isn't healthy next season, yes, then it's time. But right now, no, we can, we can work on getting um, other able-bodied backups. Um, Maybe, I don't know. I don't really see, uh, I don't really see a lot of, uh, takers for Nick Mullins next year, but I could be wrong. So, so you want to bring Nick Mullins back to San Francisco? No, absolutely not. I want to, I want him to leave the NFL, but, uh, <laughs> that's my know. point. My point is we need a better backup. Like you get what I'm saying? Like you're right. You're hundred percent correct. No coach goes into the seat. Some coaches do, but no coach, not, Usually coaches don't go into the season saying, oh, my starting quarterback is going to get hurt. The coaches that are prepared for that seem to be doing well. Like, who's the who's the backup? Like, uh, the Raiders quarterback, Mariota. They went and got a starting quarterback to back up Derek Carr, a, a former starting quarterback. So when he came in the game, he looked rather decent. That doesn't mean next week if he starts, he's going to play well. It's just that he has experience. We're talking about a guy like Nick Mullins. Me personally, if they're not looking to sign one of those guys back, CJ Beather, Nick Mullins, and, and there's a guy in the draft, I think you got to get your guy because you still don't know with Jimmy coming back if he's going to be 100%. Like he might be physically 100%, but he might not even be mentally 100%, which causes the errors and the things to happen. And we all know right now, we all know this. And we talked a little bit about this. We, we ended our show last week. I mean, last night on Nothing But Niners with this statement. I believe 100% that the NFL and the defensive coordinators of the NFL, all 32, 30, 31 teams, has Kyle Shanahan figured out. I think they have him figured out. I think they know what pieces Kyle is working with. And they have it a master plan against that scheme or attack. Now, Kyle can win some matchups. But when you don't have your quarterback in there that can extend the play when the play get busted, it causes things to just go haywire. And the next thing you know, the 49ers are scrapping and trying to come from behind and do all those things. I don't think that's that's where Kyle wants to be next season. I think he definitely wants to dominate. I hope we get a dominating you know, mindset of a head coach and offensive coordinator next season because we're going to be losing some pieces. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're going to be losing some pieces. So I agree with you. Jimmy is nine times out of ten going to be back. My question is now, if he's back, are we drafting a quarterback? Because at the end of the day, I'm not – we better not – We excuse me, we bet not bring back Nick Mullins or C.J. Beathard. I mean, they're just not – this offense is they they can't they don't fit this offense. They just don't. Like they don't fit it at all. They might do well on another team. I can see Nick Mullins backing up in, in Philly. He looks like he'll fit that type of an offense. 
I could be wrong, but I don't see them starting anywhere else unless there's some type of injury, and I'm just going to keep it a buck. I don't want any one of those guys starting in San Francisco. I just don't. I, I would love for Jimmy to, Jimmy to start, uh, but I think if that quarterback is there, you bring you get your quarterback. If if it's your quarterback, you get what I'm saying? Kyle might just draft the guy in the third round again. It, it, it's what it is, you know? You hit and miss in the draft, right? Yeah. Um, hit and miss in the draft, guys. So, Donnie, man, how, how was your day so far? You know, you just jumped right into the fire. I didn't get a chance to check on you, see how you were doing. I know you were running a little bit late. Just tell everybody how you doing, bro. I'm I'm uh, delusional right now. We, we lost that game yesterday, you know, and then I got a traffic jam today because we got, like, pea soup thick fog out here, and West Coasters don't know about fog, so when they get into it, they don't know how to drive. But, uh... All in all, pretty well, man. I got to ask you, though, bro. Um, you called this episode Varsity Blues, okay? Yeah. Which is crazy because I'm pretty sure you weren't involved in this conversation on Nothing But Niners. Uh, Kev and me, by the way, shout out to, to Big Kev, man, Parker. Uh, his birthday was yesterday. Happy birthday, bro. Happy birthday, um, Kev. But, uh, yo, we were talking, somebody was uh, saying last week as Niner fans tend to do suggesting quarterbacks. Um, so I made a comment. I said, hey, you know, the, the funny thing about our fans is Jimmy could come back, throw a 300 plus yard game. But the first time he throws an incomplete pass, even if it ain't his fault, you guys would be wanting a new quarterback. I was like, watch, you get people, you get 49er fans that go and turn HBO on after the game and turn on Barkley <laughs> Blues. And then they start posting, man, why don't we get Paul Walker? Why hasn't Kyle called him yet? You know what I mean? And then you called this episode Varsity Blues. And I'm pretty sure you weren't involved in that conversation. I'm 100% sure I wasn't involved in that conversation. Yeah. So that that that's that's pretty funny. Yeah, man, the Varsity yeah, Blues man. stuck out. I wouldn't have called it Varsity Blues had we won this game, had a different title. But the yeah. fact that we lost, man, just, just the 49ers are in a funk. And it's all blues. but And they got beat by the blue team. It just made sense. And the team was from Texas. Come on, man. You know how I get down, man. You know how we do with our titles, man. It's, it's just yep. it's just right off the whim, yo. But yeah, I was not in your conversation, but it's all, It's so amazing how synergy works, right? Like, mm -hmm. we're connected no matter where we are in the world. And that's we don't even need a cell phone for that, bro. That's just connection. So let's go ahead and switch over. Look, George Kittle returned to practice last week. Really quickly, Donnie. Do you want Kittle to play this year? Nope. This, this, no. Okay. Uh, so I, I don't know if you've touched on this already. There's always rumors that float around that uh, a coach on any team that's losing games that they should win is losing out on purpose. Um, and then everybody denies that. But why would Kyle start Nick again? And then you see it. I'm not saying CJ's the answer. But he threw up a 60-plus yard prayer for a 49-yard touchdown at the end of the game last night. Hail Mary, okay. would you run with me? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have here now? Now. So, you want, yeah. I'm pretty sure I don't want to hurt more players. I don't want anybody going into next season, coming off a ligament tear or whatever. Leave, let, let Kittle go work out with Jimmy. They got work to do next year. So, <laughs> Yeah. Um, and I agree. You know... I, I, you know, I was listening to the Insider podcast 
this morning on my run and Laura and uh, and my man Matt, you know, they were talking and they were just like, Matt was like, if they bring George Kittle back, like, I'm just, I'm, I'm not going to write for the 49ers anymore. Like, it doesn't make any sense. George Kittle's already proved, proven who he is. And he said the same thing about Jimmy. He felt like Jimmy proved what he can do in his offense when healthy. And I, I almost, like, 98% agree. Laura, on the other hand, was like, look, Jimmy got work to do. He needs to come back and, and prove it. And, and then Matt's like, look. I don't know what he could prove in two games. Like, you know what I mean? And it's two tough games, too. It's against Arizona and Seattle. So I'm not sure that these guys should come back. Definitely, Jimmy. Jimmy has a high ankle sprain. So out of all, the, out of both of those players, Jimmy needs to just sit down, chillax, and continue watching the games from the sideline, rocking his Jordans, and doing what he does, right? George Kittle, yeah. on the other hand, Kyle needs to say, look, Kittle, you ain't playing in the discussion. Give me your, give me your pads. Like, that's what Kyle needs to do. Because if Kittle gets cleared to play, Donnie, guess who's going to be on that field in number 85? Yeah. Right. And we don't want that. I get where you're coming no. from. Doesn't need to play. At this point, what are we playing for? If, if anything, we should be playing for a higher draft pick. But right now, we're not playing to get in the playoffs. It's okay. Kittle gets his money regardless and all that good stuff. And it's just what it is. It's one of those type of seasons. On the other hand, I definitely need somebody. My only issue with CJ Beathard over Nick Mullins is I think Nick Mullins has a better freaking connection with Brandon Ayuk. And I want Ayuk to break these records. I want Ayuk to break Jerry Rice record and I want rookie record. And I want him to get a thousand yards. Now. Yeah. That means Nick is going to, I don't think Nick, We'll get into that later. Listen, let's get to this first drive real quick. I promise it's going to be quick. This is going to be a quick <laughs> nitty-gritty Niners beep-beep first drive. Promise you. All right. So, we got the first drive popping, man. And I got a little graphic here, man. So, we can go ahead. And, I'm just going to read it out loud. Look, they kicked the ball off. We received the ball first. Whatever. First and 10 at the 25. Moster left end to San Francisco 26 for one yard. One yard gain. First play of the game, right? They just know to stack the box. They can't really run um, uh, to the left or to the right or even in the middle. But... It's, it's a wear and tear type of thing. Second and nine at the 26, Mostert, right? Tackle eight yards. So you see how they came with the boom bap. You know what I'm saying? Mostert hit him two times and then boom was able to break a yard. Now it is third and one. It's third and one. I'm like the 49ers about to go on a nice little drive. Go ahead, Nick. Even though Nick didn't do anything but hand the ball off. I thought this was going to be cool. And then we get a false start penalty on Ross Dwelly. And then the 49ers are backed up to 35. And then guess what? Nick Mullins. Now, I'm not this this pass. And I don't have the pass. But this particular pass, I remember like it was yesterday. Nick Mullins threw a ball to what I thought Jordan Reed could have and should have caught. Now, when I went back and rewatched it, the ball was outside. I'm not sure of Jordan Reed's reach going across you know what I'm saying as far as getting down low he got it but as far as stretching out to get it I don't think it's in his 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 game plan and it was a pretty deep stretch I don't know if you remember that Donnie but that was the play that was the four and then it led to fourth and five we had the point and that was the end of the 49ers BB first drop mm-hmm just, yeah just I, uh, a- I remember it um 
I, I give Jordan Reed a little bit of a break. You know, he he does his thing when he does his thing, and then sometimes he doesn't. But, um, yeah, it was – there's really not much I could say about that. Yeah, it was definitely yeah. a redrop. Definitely, yeah. definitely a redrop. Like, he, he had his hands on it. I just know when I went back and watched it, it was definitely far to the left. Like, it was, it was out there. Tell me if I'm wrong, but I think that's a play, and I can't remember for the life of me who, because, you know, I'm getting older and my memory's going, but um, I'm pretty sure on that play, he had somebody else pretty much wide open. And I want to say it was... Uh, I don't know. I, I don't want to say because I might be wrong, but I, I, I'm pretty sure on that play, he could have had somebody with more yardage to gain I, well, but see, that was all game so that, that's yeah, kind of that's vague right and on a third and five you're looking to get that first down right you're looking yeah. to get the, the ball like Reed was wide open um, and it was right across the middle of the field I would say with a better throw Reed catches that pass 100% of the time but Reed needs to make that pass like Reed has to get that like that that's a pass to extend the drive he has to catch that but can I just say we wouldn't have been in that position if, if Ross Dwelly doesn't get the fault start? I mean, do we still live like that? I mean, one bad thing usually leads to a few more bad things happening. It's kind of like the domino effect, you know what I'm saying? And uh, if if that didn't happen, you know, but it did, if Ross Dwelly didn't get the fault start, it would have been third and one. And then and nine times out of ten, it would have been fourth and one if we didn't get the third and one. And then possibly we would have went for it, you know, on, on that fourth down. You know, to keep the drive alive. But that was the first, that was the first drive, man. It's not really much going on. Before we get to the phone calls, I do want to break down the stats of the game. I'm gonna do team stats and I'm gonna do the 49ers offensive player to game and defensive player to game from nitty-gritty niners. That is not what the world says, it's what nitty-gritty niners say. All right. So we're gonna do that really quickly, and then we'll go ahead and open up the phone lines. Now, it's time for your nitty-gritty niner stats. And with these stats, I promise you, you're going to be upset. I'm just going to tell you right now, if you didn't look at the team stats for both teams, I'm letting you know right now, when I post these stats, or when you hear these stats, those listening to us on the Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Breaker, all that good stuff, when you hear these things, you're going to be upset. All right, here we go. Bam. (sighs) Total yards. We're not playing the game today, Donnie. If you want to read the total yards, be my guest. If not, I got you. Yeah, I'll, I'll take it. So, total yards, 458 to 291. Um, again, this is a repeat of last week. We had 458. They had 291. Um, that's just... Let me let me just say something about this, okay? Um, Again, I'm I'm in the comments and I need to stay out. But somebody said yesterday that uh, Nick Mullins didn't. You know, it, it's it's a team effort. Don't blame the whole thing on Nick Mullins. Um, it takes a team to win and blah blah blah. But it's looking to me like it only takes one man to lose the game because turnovers are what killed us. Okay, four fifty eight to two ninety one. Are you kidding me? That's that, that's a ridiculous difference. That, that should that should reflect in points, right? Tell me if I'm wrong. Somebody cut me off because it it's it, it's ridiculous. It took one man for those stats to mean nothing. Niente. Um, 
Passing yards, 308 to 204. Good job, Nick. Great job. Um, but some of that was C.J. Beathard, too. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, yeah, six, uh, 49 at least on, on one pass. But look at this. Like, you don't have the turnovers. The score is a whole different – it's a different ball game. Um, running yards, 150 to 87. Um, come on, man. That, that's us. That's what we do. Uh, yards per play, 5.7 to 5 flat. Look at the first downs, Donnie. Look at the first downs, yeah. bro. No, I'm, I just got nauseous looking at this. 28 first downs to 15 first downs. Um, same, Donnie, go same straight, to, go straight to the total down. plays, Donnie. Go straight to total plays, bro. Just look at those numbers. <laughs> that means their offense did not see the ball. <laughs> yeah, That means exactly. defense played a hell of a game. That means we... Yeah, we. Oh my God, I get it. Ugh. That means we really controlled the ball. If you think here's, about it, until here's it, where we lost. If I could circle these things right here, this is how we lost. Because when we get to that last number at the bottom, you're gonna be like, "Dang, nine more minutes." We lost two fumbles, lost two interceptions thrown. Listen, Nick Mullins is responsible for three turnovers, three of the four, two interceptions. And a fumble. Yeah. At some point. I mean, I mean, Kyle said, look, he was playing great up until the fourth quarter. I don't know if those that's were exact story. words, but that's yep, right. But that's Kyle's story every single week. He was playing good until he made a mistake. And I wasn't going to pull him, you know, after making the mistake because he was playing pretty good, you know. So, unfortunately, even with the Richie James fumble, we could have won this game if Nick could have held on to the ball. Like, if he could have not thrown those two bad passes. And, and, and one of those passes, he just did not read the DB. Like, he could not, he didn't read him. The DB jumped the route and boom, 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 boom. Whenever you're throwing those ball, those passes, they need to go to the outside. So that way, the DB, there's, there's a few things that can happen, right? A, the wide receiver will catch the ball going out of bounds. Two, if the pass is intercepted, nine times out of ten, the DB is going to land out of bounds. Or it's going to be, you could just throw it in the receiver's direction and get an incomplete pass and live on to the next play. Look, Nick just doesn't, it's just not in his DNA. It's just not there. I don't know if it'll ever be there. I just feel like if you've ever played quarterback, you don't have to complete every throw. It's it's nope. a game of inches. You, you <laughs> number one, you protect the ball. Number two, you try to be as accurate as you can with pressure. Number three, if the throw is not there, throw it near the receiver to avoid intentional grounding and move on to the next play. Every quarterback on the 49ers struggles with that, including Jimmy. I'm going to keep it a buck. They all struggle with that. And that's why I keep saying we need a better mentality type quarterback to come into this game. A better quarterback when it comes to just understanding what to do with the football. I don't care if it's a rookie. I don't care if it's a vet. I don't care. You just need somebody that understands, look, I can't make this throw. Even Aaron Rodgers, even Drew Brees, those guys are cream of the crop. Tom Brady, too. Tom Brady, the only person I know could throw five interceptions in the game and throw five touchdowns in the game and win. Uh, the only person I know that could do that. 
My point is, even those other guys, even if they don't get the ball, it's in, let's say it's in the middle of the field, they're throwing it to the ground. They're yeah. throwing it to where their receiver is, and only their receiver can make a play on the ball. It's just the way it is, man. And, and there's nothing else we could do about that. Um, I, Like, players of the game. Uh, <laughs> on offense, and we'll start with the offense. So the 49ers, uh, I'm probably going to get yelled at for this, but ask me if I care. Player of the game. Bam. And there's a reason why I chose Kendrick Bourne. Now, a lot of people be like, Kendrick Bourne can't catch a can't catch a cold. He can't catch COVID. He can't catch this. He can't catch that. I understand. I don't know any wide receiver in the NFL not named Jerry Rice that catches every pass, and even he dropped a couple. Okay? But I will say this. Kendrick Bourne was thrown to Donnie four times. How many receptions does it say he had? 100%. Four receptions. That's what I needed to hear, man. I, I didn't know you was going to go to the math, but you went to the math. That's that synergy I'm talking about, bro. 100 percent. 100%. Four for four, 86 yards. So what? One of those joints came from a bomb down the field. So what? It's still a bomb. He still caught it. And his name is Kendrick Bourne. Now, will he be a 49er next season? That's a whole nother show, a whole nother topic. And a different day. Defensively, are you ready for this guy? We haven't seen this guy in like two seasons. Bam! Mr. Eric. Yeah. Not Eric, but Eric. Eric with the A. Mr. Yeah. Eric Armstead. Eight tackles. Five solos. Two sacks. This yep. dude was feasting. Feasting. That's, that was gonna be uh that was gonna be my guy. Um it can't be no your good. guy. That, these uh, are just these are just players of the game. You still got to do highs and lows. I got different people. Oh, okay, cool. Um, yeah, that he played outstanding yesterday. There's nothing more you can say about that. Um, he hasn't had the best season, but when he shows up, he shows up. Same with Kendrick Bourne, though, bro. Um, that, right, a lot of flack, but when he shows up, mm-hmm. I mean, this guy makes miraculous catches. He's quick. Um, it's hard to be a a standout receiver on a team full of standout receivers. So oh, give it oh, right a oh, little bit. Oh, that's a hot take, bro. That's a hot take. Yeah. Hold on, let me let me let me let me just rewind that real quick. Let me repeat what you just said. Hopefully I get it verbatim. It's hard to be a standout receiver when you're on a team with standout receivers. It's hard. Oh, yeah. And I'm not saying that as an excuse. We all know Kendrick Bourne drops easy passes. It's what he does. But he damn sure catches the hard ones and the tough ones and typically, like, the ones that count. And, look, at the end of the day, man, I think to be a walk-on wide receiver is the hardest position to walk on to be, especially when you come to a team that has receivers with better talent. I think we can all agree that Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel are two more talented wide receivers. They have different, they're more talented than Kendrick Bourne. Do they work harder than Kendrick Bourne? Probably not, because that guy's work ethic is crazy. And if he could just combine his work ethic and up the level of the ante of his talent, he's going to be somebody somewhere. I say this, if you throw Kendrick Bourne the ball more, 
he'll catch more balls. Like, he'll just catch more passes. Listen, the number to text is 475-549-7849. We like to get a couple of callers every week on the episode. You can sit there and go through your high-low player. And I have a question for you when you call. The question is, which quarterback are you drafting with the first pick in the draft? Which quarterback are you drafting with the first pick in the draft? So please give us a call. I'm going to take two to three calls. So the first two to three that call in, boom, because we're trying to be out here. You know how we do. We like to keep our shows to the power hour. All right. So listen, give us a call. If not, we're going to go through our highs and lows. Donnie, you ready for the highs and lows? I'm going to let you go first. Woo, woo, woo. Is it cool if I start with my lows? Go ahead and start with the lows, dog. Okay, so my low on offense, obviously, um, it has to go to Nick Mullins. There was a lot of lows on the offense, but come on. The the turnovers are getting ridiculous. They've been ridiculous for weeks. Uh, You know, he almost threw three interceptions yesterday. He almost threw one to Donovan. uh, What's his last name, Breezy? Donovan. uh, I can't think of it. He almost threw a third interception yesterday. Um, Obvious reason. My low on defense is going to surprise some of you because you know I love this guy and I ride for this guy and I want him back next year. My low on defense is Richard Sherman. He was not playing like Richard Sherman yesterday. He was uh, letting guys go by him. He was slow. It almost seemed like he was careless out there. Um, And is that how you get when you know you're not signing another contract next year? I don't know. But uh, he's definitely my low. There were things yesterday that he was doing that just it's so out of character for Richard Sherman that uh, I'm wondering what's going on with him mentally because could be physical too. Yeah, he came was coming back from an injury. Um, Before we get to these calls, I'm going to give my lows. Since you gave your lows, I'll give my lows. On offense, I had Nick Wallens as my low as well. Um, There's not much more I should say about Nick. Uh, We all know who Nick is and what Nick does and what he's good at and what he's really bad at. And he's really more bad than he is good. So that's Nick Mullins. My off, my defensive low though, didn't go to Richard Sherman. And this is not because I'm a Richard Sherman fan. Uh, I thought Richard Sherman played on some of those, you know, those tackles. I thought he played where he was supposed to and no one came, came to help him to clean up the tackle. Like that's what it's supposed to be. 11 guys on the ball all the time. Every time. Like they weren't there. And then, I watched, I watched, what was it, Fred Warner let the guy go, let the running back, Tony Pollard, go right by him? Like, they, what was that? So, there's a lot of stuff that happened that I just didn't blame Sherman, but I do have another DB that I want to talk about. Tavarius Moore is just not a great DB. I, I tried to tell everybody that he wasn't great. He plays great and dime. If you guys don't understand dime packaging, then I need you to go ahead and do your research. But dime is a whole different look when you have another DB out there opposed to just your nickel back. Now you have a dime back, right? So he plays because that when he plays in dime, he has one assignment. It's so much easier for a young guy. And this is probably because he's young and he's still developing or whatnot. He plays in a complicated defense. And you remember who, when Richard Sherman gave up that touchdown last week, that was Tavarius Moore two weeks ago. That was Tavarius Moore's fault. They were playing that, that covered what? Covered three? And he didn't cover. Sherman goes to the flat. He just stayed in the middle of the field. Dude wide open. So he's got a lot of growing to do. He was my low yesterday. Gave up that touchdown right in the end zone. Playing flat-footed. Didn't, wasn't playing on his toes. I just don't think he has what it takes yet. 
I like his size. I like his tenacity. I just don't think he has what it takes to be a DB for the 49ers. And that's Tavarius Moore. I've said it once. I'm going to say it again. Appreciate the sub, Lucius. Appreciate you, brother. One love. Listen, uh, I, 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 I just don't understand how guys, you know. And it's funny because when Richard Sherman did that against the, uh, what team was it? And he was playing playing two off. Was it the Redskins? Can't I mean the Washington football team can't remember. He was playing too far off, and and the guy you know just walked in to the end zone. So we get on Sherman, but we don't talk about Tavares more. And I just don't understand why it's that one way. We got three callers. All right, so we're gonna get to these three callers. All right, and then we're gonna go ahead and and do our final thoughts. All right, Donnie. So let's go ahead. Number one. Get her on the air. Y'all know who it is. Hello? Hey, 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 hey. What's going on, Melissa? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Doing real good. Doing real good. Even though we're losing, I still feel good. <laughs> well, we got four hours of breathing yesterday, so... You got I call that a treat. Four hours of breezy with a nap. Like how? Like be honest. How long was I knocked out on lot on the air? It wasn't even twenty minutes. Mike and Tony, I think, laughed for five seconds, turned it off, and then you were like on in like less than ten minutes or those, something. Those are my brothers, man. Go ahead and talk it, your trash, man. Go ahead and talk. Um, my low of the day for defense. I think, I don't know if it was Marcel Harris, but it was some guy in the back. That was him. That was him. Something like that. That was him. Oh, my that, God. That that pissed me off so much. I, I couldn't even see straight for a while. He's more trash than Tavares Moore. I'm sorry. Um, I know Kelly and a bunch of people said it in the chat already, but I think that we all need to say that Spoon had like a ridiculously good game yesterday. He Which did. It, it, it is astounding because all of us normally trash on spoons, so you got to give him props when he has a really good game. I agree. I agree. I, I definitely agree. Um, for offense, oh, I, I can't say Nick Mullins anymore. I, I really, I get pissed off every time I hear it. Yeah, I, I know. Nick Mullins um, and Mike McGlinchey. Beyond like, I'm, done with Nick Mullins. I've um, retired those two names from the worst on the offense. Mike McGlinchey and Nick Mullins has been officially retired in Breezy's trash book. So I'm going after somebody that I actually really like because he got us that first Russell Wilson Seahawks one, and I'm always going to like him for that. But I'm pissed with Richie James because. I expect him not to be Trent Taylor or somebody else that's just thrown in on special teams. Mm -hmm. So for Richie to start dropping balls and to add to my... I don't even get excited for a kickoff now. Anytime it's not a fair catch, I'm just like, something bad's going to happen. It's gotten to a point. I literally flinch every time there's a kickoff. Yep. Because I expect a fumble. Yep. It's gotten that bad. I've been doing it for two seasons. So it's just like fair catch it, let it go for a touchback. I don't care as long as you people just uh, it really should not be that hard to hold on to a damn ball. <laughs> Who's or at least you? flop on a ball. Like did no one learn from Cam Newton? You don't just stick 
like a random arm in there and pretend like you you fought for the ball. You really have to actually just do something for the ball. Oh, I love it. I, I love it. Get to your high. Um, my high is Brendan Ayuk. <laughs> Always. I love Debo. I love Debo last year. I was like all over Debo when everyone was talking about Kendrick Bourne last year and then I was like, you do realize that a rookie Debo had to put JB in the right position on fourth and two. Yeah. In that same game. Otherwise, we would have lost. Because without that timeout, we would have been screwed. Game over. All because KB wasn't in the right place. I agree. And a rookie receiver had to put him in the place. So for me to think that another receiver, the very next year, is even better than that, it's like, I agree. I, I just don't understand why people say Justin Jefferson and Lamb and Claypool and all these guys are so much better. And Ayuk is never on the list. And you can't say it's because he doesn't have a QB because Andy Dalton really isn't a quarterback either. It, it, they have Ben Yuki and they were still giving Lamb props. That's 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 exactly well Lamb People say Yuki. Lamb is still. I mean, Lamb returned the daggone kick, uh, 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 fumble. Uh, what you call it? Onside kick. So Lamb is gonna get props, regardless. Okay, but Breezy, I get it. Have ben Denucci, and they were fighting over random scrubs to be their, their quarterback after they did that whole. Uh, you have to wait a week with the COVID and other thing. Remember when they were fighting over the Dallas Cowboys quarterback? I. It's. It is. What, like it it is what it is. Period. There. You're gonna get they that. But you're gonna get it when you're on the 49ers. You know that already. We don't get that. I line know, line. but it, it's so, frustrating because these guys kill it. It's like everyone who goes after Kittle and they go like, "Oh, well, Kelsey is so much better because he's been doing it for five years." So, a Kittle's not in the year the league for five years, so you can't really give up that. And Fred Warner, Kittle, all these guys. How many other freaking years so far in the league have they had three quarterbacks? Every single year, except for one. I hear you. Listen, Melissa, we got to get to the other callers so we can get off this air, but we truly appreciate you for calling in, and thank you, and stay uh, faithful, because you're one of the most faithful people. I really appreciated him yesterday, because he helped me out a really bad funk, and I want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas, and all my girls on the chat, P.T., Finn, Miss Debbie, um, Mariah, you guys all rock. Yes, they do. And you rock too, Melissa. Merry Christmas to you. And we'll see you Sunday. I mean, Saturday. All right. We got four other callers, man. I We never had this many callers. I, like, this is... I, I'm trying to work switchboards. You know what I'm saying? This is dope. All right. So we're going to call our next caller. We are calling right now. Hello. Welcome to the Nitty Gritty Niners Talk. <laughs> What's hey. going on? How you doing? How you doing? All right. How you hey, doing? How you doing, Wayne? I'm doing good. I, I, I'm, I've been better, but I'm doing I'm doing good. Uh, it's it's uh, it's been a rough season, but um, because we have you, we getting through. So go ahead and talk your talk. Okay. So, um, I think. I called in to just explain why I chose Edge okay. as my first draft pick. Talk about it. Because, and 
we have other needs. I, I get it. We have a lot of other needs. But with the edge player, it's really hard to get a quality edge player unless you get that player in the first round. And I know that D Ford is leaving. And I just believe that we need to replace him. And if we once we get Nick Bosa back and we have Kerry Hyder, and if we get another edge, that is going to be really a good boost to our D-line. Mm. So that was my reasoning behind that. And I love it. I love it. Listen, I appreciate you for calling in. We're going to get to these other calls. I'm going to talk about that as soon as we get back on the air. But we love you. Merry Christmas and happy holidays to your family. The same. Thanks to you, Wayne. Thank you. All right. So, Miss Cynthia said, edge. We need to go edge. Look, I kind of agree with her. Like, look, if we don't know the situation with D Ford. We don't know if he's coming back. We don't know if he's going to retire. We don't know what's going to be that. We don't know if Kerry Hyder's coming back, because guess what he is? Free agent. We don't know if Ronald Blair's coming back. Guess what he is? A free agent, a hurt one to be at that. Look, the 49ers only have Nick Bosa coming back. I'll say it again. The 49ers only have Nick Bosa coming back, and he's coming off of an ACL injury. We need to build up. I, look, I know the 49er faithful will be pissed if we draft another defensive lineman in the draft in the first round. But she's right. I think you might, at pick 10, if there's a guy there that is a difference maker on that pass rush, for that pass rush, you go grab that mother sucker and you bring him in there and then you feast on the quarterback on both ends and then you just put some secondary people back there. The quarterback don't have time to throw the ball to the secondary. Secondary going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> this is why I say it's it, it would be a waste of a draft pick to go after a quarterback next year. That's, that's insane. We got so many other slots we need filled and that was, that's a great point right there. See, I don't know if it'll be a waste going after the quarterback, um, but maybe not and with the first pick. I still think Kyle finds a guy that's his guy, just like he tried with C.J. Beathard. I think there's going to be – I think Kyle now, with some years and experience under his belt, he knows what he needs to play quarterback in this league. I think he's going to find a guy in the draft. Doesn't mean it's going to be the first pick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right, we got a couple of other callers we're going to call in. I'm not sure. Oh, this is David. All right, so got him. Here we go. Hello? David, what up, man? You on that nitty-gritty nonsense talk? What's going on, baby? Hey, what's up, Wayne? How's it going, man? How are you guys doing? We're doing good, man. We're doing real good, man. Listen, you got two minutes, man. Spill the beans, baby. Yeah, brother, I just wanted to call in real quick. Just wanted to voice my opinion on this whole season. Most of us agree that had our team had been healthy, we'd be a playoff team this year. This year. Which makes it no makes no which makes it so stupid for us to feel like we should get rid of Jimmy and go another route with another quarterback. So we agree that if our team's healthy, we're a playoff team. But since we're not healthy this year, we need to take Jimmy off. That makes no sense for me. That that makes no sense to me. And then as far as going draft pick, 
if we if, if we really want the money, who can throw out all the draft picks? Go out there and get Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is the truth. He's the only guy worth multiple first round draft picks. So if we got to go that route, we, hey, if he's the man you want, you got to go out there and get it. Who cares what it costs? <laughs> you speaking that knowledge, man. I Trevor, it's Trevor Lawrence, and then it's everybody else. Like, far down. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, some of those guys up there, like one of my favorite guys, has some good qualities, but Trevor Lawrence is the NFL quarterback. Like, he is the perfect model. Trevor's, Trevor's, in, his, Trevor's in his own class. Exactly. He's in his own class. Exactly. I, I've been watching the films on the other kids, and every every one of the other kids has a weakness. Trevor doesn't have a weakness. And so that's why I'm saying is that if it costs you two first rounds to move all the way up to one, to get Trevor, you go ahead and do that. Because if that's the deficiency that you have on your team, you got to fix it no matter what the cost is. And if we could go up there and get Trevor Lawrence, I mean, we're set. We're going to be set for, for, 10, for the next exactly. 10, 15 years. You're already preaching, bro. Listen, Dave, I appreciate you, man. Yeah. Happy holidays to you and your family. Thank you so much for calling in. We love you, bro. Stay up, stay faithful, baby. Appreciate it, man. Have a, have a happy holiday, fellas. Thanks, guys. Will do. Man, I feel like I'm working a switch word over here, Donnie. Like, it's crazy. Hey, Trevor Lawrence, man, what you think about that? I I, I like it. Um, I, I don't see it happening. But, yeah, I mean, I agree with everything you just said. So, I mean, if you look at the stats last year versus an injury plague this year, um, Jimmy's doing fine, though. So, um, if we can get a guy like Trevor Lawrence, hell yeah, of course. I'm a, I'm a guy that thinks about the future. So, you know what I mean? Like, see? My only issue with that is we say that Jimmy was doing fine, but he wasn't. Jimmy was not good this season. Before the injury. Hold on. Before the injury, Jimmy wasn't efficient. He had a half where he decided to say, you know what? What am I doing wrong? I'm going to go out here. And he was lighting the Jets up. Again, it was the Jets. And then when Jimmy came back from the injury, he started looking a little shaky. So I kind of, I'm teetering the fence. I don't, I think defenses have figured out Jimmy Garoppolo. And if he doesn't have an extra element to his game, bro, I think it's time to move forward. That doesn't mean what? I will, I will agree 100% with you, bro. Um, if he doesn't go into surgery going into this offseason. Um, but I really think he's going to be going into surgery. I think there's more to the injury than we than we've heard about. Um, um, I think there's a lot. I think there's a lot to it. But if he doesn't, I agree 100 percent with you. OK, we got two more callers to get to. Um, let's I don't I, I know Kyle is that this is why I don't think Jimmy plays again this year, because Kyle is trying to prevent Jimmy from going into surgery, because if he goes into surgery, there won't be a Jimmy Garoppolo next season. Right. Like, a, like, they, like more nine times out of 10, he won't play for a while. So I, I think, think that's, yeah, right. Um, oh, we got a couple more callers. Uh, I don't want to miss anybody. So let's go ahead and keep this moving. Right. So we're right, going to so get to our, our next caller, our last caller. And we're going to call it a day. All right, here we go. Domino's Pizza. I would like an extra large I'm just pepper. Kidding. Nah. What's up? <laughs> What's going on, Sean? How you doing, baby? 
good. How about you? I'm doing really good, man. Feeling healthy, man. Family's great, man. The 49ers aren't, but we're here and you're great. So I can't wait to hear what you got to say. You got the floor. Ah, uh, bro. I just can't, like, I hear all these people, not not you guys, but and even not, not on even on NBN, but, like, everyone's making an excuse for Molly. Dude, part of the reason people are able to stand in that box is because he can't get off. They, they don't even have to worry about the pass. You know, and so anyway, I look forward to uh, getting off of him. Um, I don't know about mortgaging our future to get a quarterback, though. I mean, like that would be good for the first few years, and then all of a sudden we're going to have to really pay the guy too. So that's something to think about. But as far as uh, my last thoughts, really quick, just like on our secondary, man, uh, I think it's a lot easier to boost, uh, boost up the secondary by getting a top end pass rusher than it is to go after top-end cornerbacks, because if you're going to do top-end cornerbacks, then you need to get a few of them. You can get one pass rusher that tears it up, that'll cover up the, uh, the deficiencies that you have in the secondary. You preaching, bro. Look, you and Miss Cynthia, are on, you're, you're on to something. You got Breezy going to have to go and do some homework on some of these edge rushers coming out in the 2021 draft. So, uh, listen, Sean, right? we appreciate you. I love you, bro. Happy holidays to you and your family, man. Listen, uh, I, I, I can't wait to see the, the, all the pictures you're going to post. Uh, I just, just make sure you tag me in them because I can't wait to see. Oh yeah, we just got a new. I'm, I'm that banging you heard. I'm in a moving van, dude. We're moving right now. Like I just got a bigger apartment because oh. all the rent dropped in San Francisco. Oh, congratulations! So I'm doing all that, like right now. Congratulations, yeah. man! Yeah. Wow. Yeah, bro. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be good. We were in a we were in a. Wow, you don't even know how. I'll send you pictures. I don't even want to say on the air how small our place was. Understood. But uh. Yeah, anyway, good talking to you guys. Be blessed. Merry Christmas, both of you. Same to you, brother. Peace. All right. All right, that's it for callers tonight on the Nitty Gritty Niners Show. Donnie, final thoughts, and let's get on up out of here, baby. Hey, you know what, Donnie? Did we do our highs? We didn't uh, do our high. Did no, but my quickly, my highs are Eric Armstead and uh, uh, Brandon Ayuk. Okay, so my highs are... Wait, I got it written down. I'm sitting here trying to remember. No, I didn't write it down. Yes, I did. All right, so my highs on offense were obviously Kendrick Bourne and on defense, Akello Witherspoon. Listen, Akello had Amari Cooper on clank lock. I mean, lock, lock. I'm talking prison break lock where he couldn't get out. He couldn't get by him. It was whoever, whoever he was covering, those balls were 35 yards overthrown. Or he was breaking up passes. It like Akella Weatherspoon looked like last year, the first three games of the season before he got injured, Akello Weatherspoon. And you know what? He's playing for a contract. So he's out there trying to let the world know you need to hire me because I can be a man corner and your defense like that's what he's playing man so final thoughts donnie we'll go up we'll say our thank yous our may wish our merry christmases and we'll get on up out of here bro my final thoughts are simple man this is niner gang we're gonna stay faithful regardless um i trust our coaching system um, as shaky as they may be sometimes um love that that's dope um and and Really, man, I just want to say thank you to every one of our supporters. You guys are the best. Uh, Peachy, I know who hit that dislike button. And the thing is, is he's a punk. 
He doesn't want to say nothing in the comments because he knows you guys will light him up. I know where he lives. He he don't want none. But uh, how do you can't so, call people punks, man? <laughs> oh, oh, bro, you don't even know what I've been dealing with with this clown, man. Like, <laughs> don't stoop to the levels of the of the incompetent. You don't I'm have petty, to, bro. I'm petty. I'm a I, petty nah, man. But uh, yo, Peach, Miss Debbie, Melissa, uh, uh, Kev, uh, everybody, man. I can't. Everybody, you guys are the best. Everybody, Merry Christmas. The comments are so dope. Listen, when I tell y'all we a family, bro, it's like can't nobody mess with us, yo, because you're going to get like 99 problems, but a kid, what? Listen, everybody, I would like to wish you and your families a very, very Merry Christmas uh, and Happy Holidays, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, whatever it is you choose to celebrate. Please just do me a favor. Enjoy it with your loved ones. It's so important. You know, when I was down uh, for Thanksgiving with COVID, guys, like I I couldn't be with my loved ones. I think mentally that was tearing me up. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was tearing me up. I had to eat food handed to me through the door. You know what I'm saying? And then enjoy Thanksgiving by myself uh, via FaceTime or or whatever. It sucked. Because with Thanksgiving, you really want to be with your family. You want to give thanks. You know what I'm saying? I'll tell you right now, my Christmas is about to be Thanksgiving because we are about to have the best family day of all time, especially if the Celtics win, and especially if the 49ers win on that Saturday. I mean, it's going to be a dope holiday season. But Merry Christmas to all people. Lucia says, wear your mask. Make sure you cover up. If you're going to be with people, I don't care if it's family. Six feet, guys, please. Because COVID, there's a new strand coming out. I don't know if y'all got Apple News. Get the Apple. If you got get an iPhone. Apple News, new stuff is coming out. I know the vaccine is out there. I'm not ready to take that yet. I need to see some more people not die from it. So, guys, I love you. I know Donnie loves you. We're Nitty Gritty Niners. We thank you for making us who we are today. Please make sure you subscribe. Make sure you're hitting that like button as well. I love the hearts from Facebook, too. Merry Christmas, Miss Debbie. Thank you so much for my Christmas present. I can't wait to put it in the car. It's going to be dope. All right, y'all. We out. Nitty, gritty, Niners, Tom. Y'all know that sound. Touchdown. That's a touchdown. You know that sound. Let's get it, baby. Breezy. Yeah. Out west is Patina when the style is so nitty. Breezy on the east and this flow is so gritty. Them boys stay hot, reppin' niners in they city. Take one, take two, take that like Diddy. Oh. Yeah. Nitty gritty, this that niners talk. Yeah. You don't like it, better take a walk. Nitty gritty, this that niners talk. We outline players up and show. Nitty gritty, it's that honest talk. You don't like it, better take a walk. Nitty gritty, it's that honest talk. Nitty gritty, it's that honest talk.